0: Hi, hello, and welcome to Spirituality, hosted by Tony Kennison. I am your local friendly empowerment and accountability coach, and I'm super excited to have Famira Green here today. Hi, Famira. Hi. So excited. <laughs> I am so excited too. I've been following Famira for, oh my goodness, a y- over a year now. Um, and I just love your work so much. I got um, to attend one of your master classes as well this last fall, which blew my mind. Um, Famira is your voice and visibility coach and the founder of Your Brilliance Code. So, do you want to say hi and just kind of tell us about you and your business and all of your magic?
1: Sure. Hi, everybody. So I'm excited uh, to be here with Tony on today. So essentially, yes, I'm a voice invisibility coach. I consider myself an alchemist. I'm kind of like that special sauce, if you will, um, for some of the most sought-after women entrepreneurs that consider themselves trailblazers and paradigm shifters in their industries. And so what I do is I actually help them with attracting what I like to call their sacred tribe um, by using their authentic voice while they are are still doing what they love and really transforming the world and having that uh, transformational impact as well as income. So that's it in a very short, short, small nutshell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very small. Yeah. I loved your masterclass and even just the content that you share freely on your pages is so empowering (laughs) and gives such a voice and, and so much confidence. Even I think to just me as a consumer of your content, I'm like, yeah, actually, I can do this and i can show up like this so i'm excited to work with you again in the future because you're amazing so <laughs> um now that i'm just fangirling <laughs> um we are going to talk about gene keys today and i know so little about gene keys so mm-hmm. why don't we start with what are gene keys
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so gene keys is essentially a spiritual modality um i always start with what was built upon it because most people have heard of human design and most people are familiar with human design and human design was actually built on a foundation of gene keys so um and gene keys i like to consider it like the spiritual dna right and so we know that there's certain dna that makes up our physical attributes. And then there's also spiritual DNA. And it was created by Richard Rudd in a way in order for us to really go into contemplation to reach a different level of self-awareness, right? Because I always like to say self-awareness is actually the biggest flex. Um, because the more you learn about yourself, okay. the more you're able to stand true and firm in your beliefs and you know, and how you choose to show up in the world. So uh Gene Keys were Gene Keys is also built on <laughs> a foundation, of course, of an ancient work out of Asia called the I Ching. Um and so that's kind of where it all came from going into the eye chain would be a whole nother rabbit hole. (laughs) Um, But, but essentially when you're looking at gene keys, you, for individuals you pull it up just like you would pull up their astrological natal chart by using their uh, date of birth, place of birth, time of birth to be able to access their chart. Um, You get what they call the um, higher, higher, higher prolific, Uh, Gram is basically um, all the different uh, states in which your gene keys come about. Uh, There's three different sequences. And so we're gonna talk I know about one of them, but there's actually three of them. So people that are listening know. So when they get their chart, they're not like, she ain't talk about none of these things. <laughs> but uh, so there is actually your um, activation sequence. There's your love sequence and your uh, pearl sequence. And those three uh, sequences are essentially around um, your gene zone, your love, love zone, and your prosperity zone. And so uh, looking into them, they essentially give you your own cheat codes into how you are meant to be in the world and how the things you're meant to learn, the things that, you know, that you're here to do, the way in which you're uh, designed to operate within relationships, all of these different things to really give you an insight into uh, more of who you have been divinely designed to be prior to all the noise of the world. Right. So before your parents got to you or society got to you or any of these other things, um, because whether good or malicious intentions, people are always putting us into what they view for us. And so this um, is one of the modalities that helps you get back to that original state before any of those things were a thing.
0: I love that. I, yeah, I had no idea that it actually built off of, or that it was one of the foundational blocks for human design. I knew human design took several different modalities to kind of create like that one um, map, but that's super interesting. Um, And I also love how you had said it, like back to who we were upon birth. I know I was doing some research about Carl Jung and kind of what he had said is that we really aren't a blank slate upon birth. I mean, we were designed a certain way and some of that is ancestral, you know, DNA that we carry and some of it is trauma and some of them are strengths and gifts, but we are not a blank slate. And so kind of discovering that has been so interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I have a separate I question. I love Carl. So I'm a, I know. So it's like such a fun love rabbit young. hole for me to get into. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So my human design is a manifester. And then I know I sent you my mm-hmm. Gene keys. When you're talking about trailblazers, which is that then your sacred tribe.
1: Yes. Yes. So uh, the people that, that are designed that are essentially drawn to me that I'm that I feel like I have actually been designed to work with are people who are trailblazers. So they're normally people who, even if they are operating within a field or an industry um, that's not new, the way in which they're going about it is different. So they're looking to um, either shift industry norms Below industry norms, up, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, start over. So a lot of times with them, there is no established blueprint for the work that they're mm-hmm. doing because they are the blueprint for this new version of what they're creating. So understanding their gene keys and how they show up really helps them because um, a lot of people they find out when I when I start going into gene keys um, with people. I get one or two reactions. I get, Oh my God, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> or I get, um, I've been trying to like change that about myself. Right. So the very thing that they discover is how that they, how they were created. And a lot of times it's been the very thing that they've been trying to change about themselves because someone else told them that they shouldn't be that way. Right. And so,
0: do you think that, are there like clues within then your gene key or like if, cause I'm a manifestor um, that would point towards what kind of like, would I be then a trailblazer? Do you think based on that information or are there like clues in there that you can
1: find? So um, it's not, so, it's not necessarily like that straightforward or, mm-hmm. um, a one, a one-to-one type of ratio. For example, right. I have, I have some trailblazers that operate within all of the different human design, um, right, right. you know, spectrums. So generators, manifestors, generators, manifestors, all the things, um, what, from gene key standpoint, what would give you more of a clue would actually be the life's work Mm -hmm. section of, of that. And, um, and what that has to say about you, right? Because, um, which is normally, um, so for those that are familiar with human design, you know, you have all of your different gates, which are the numbers, those numbers correlate with gene key numbers. Okay. Right, so um, so we all have access, just like in your human design, you have access to all of the all of the gates, but they may not be active, right? So they may not be defined, uh, they may be undefined, they may be um, you know conscious or subconscious, all of those different things. Um, and so, same thing is true with jinkies. Even though your profile gives you, I think that's twelve if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on that because I'm doing it. I don't have, I don't have any charts right in front of my face right now. Um, But I think it is 12 um, gene keys that come up in your actual unique makeup. Um, But that doesn't mean that you can't access all the others right out of the 64 and and spend time in them as well.
0: How have you seen um, that gene keys have affected like your daily life, but then also the impact it's had on your clients um, and their, their own potential.
1: So take some water. Um, so one of the biggest things is because the way gene keys are broken down, there's three levels to every gene key. Um, there's what's known as the gift, there's the shadow as well as what's called the city or I like to call it the mastery level. Um, when you're reading some of the jinky books, they may talk about it as the enlightened state, but because enlightenment has been so um, overused and in a lot of ways mm-hmm. whitewashed <laughs> as mm-hmm. a black woman <laughs> stepping into <laughs> this space. I don't really like to use that term. So I talk right. about it more of, of a mastery level, right? And so uh, essentially, the the gift aspect is um the essence of that gene key the gift that we're here to get out of that uh, of the understanding of it however most of us operate within the shadows right yeah Uh, of the of the of the gene keys because we don't know and we're learning um but once you have Got into the space where you're operating more in the gift, then the shadow becomes more of your warning system, right? So that way, when those um, warning flags go up of the shadow part, then you're like, okay, something is out of alignment that is not bringing me um, in alignment with the actual gift. Of this janky right and so and then the shadow shows up as either repressive or reactive both based in fear um so with this understanding when it comes to like my daily life and i'm understanding my own gene keys then i i'm able to recognize the warnings uh a lot faster <laughs> than i once was and i'm also able to um uh, Move in and out of it quicker as well because I'm not caught off guard, it's not a surprise. And I'm like, okay, so that is just this thing showing up. Let me breathe through it. How can I move through this right now and move on to the next thing? Right. Um, so they jinkies have very practical implications that you can use when you do understand it and you are working with somebody that can kind of give you that practicality because I would tell people straight up if you're listening to this and you're like oh I'm about to run off and you know pull my chart and get my book it is a lot it is a lot of information in like, <laughs> no, <talking> <laughs> right, to try to take it all in on your own um and so yeah i always recommend that someone have some type of guide to kind of help them with really understanding it um you know if you're just reading it for reading it's sake okay great but if you actually want to put it to use which is where the transformation happens uh you definitely need someone to be working with you on it so um because it is a lot and everybody uh that i have worked with they're like oh my god i'm just like down the rabbit hole and i'm like I've only actually shared with you the surface part of it too, because it goes much deeper with like all of the things we could literally be here forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, it's similar. I'm like really into astrology and I feel like I get a lot of people too, that ask similar questions like, well, where can I go to learn about this? And I'm like, well, you can look up your chart, but really like the, like the practice, like the practical side of it and learning how it truly maps out not only your personality, but your life, it. Is not something that you can just it's very helpful to have a guide through that who knows um and that's Mm -hmm. why we're all experts at different things because we can kind of guide people Mm -hmm. through these different modalities together because you can't just google some of these things and they're so big um yeah so let's see how can we best use them to unlock our brightest futures and is that the work that you do with your clients then with the gene keys
1: so uh gene keys are just one portion of um your brilliance code, um, okay. which is essentially my, the foundation of my work, right? So I utilize gene keys, human design, um, as well as astrology and other, um uh, other things like NLP and all these things, uh, put together. (laughs) So, uh, Mm -hmm. this is just actually one portion of it. Um, but the gene key portion that really helps you, um, specifically to like kind of really understand this, um, especially for people who may be entrepreneurs or like in the career aspect, um, is going to be the genius zone. Um, each, like I say, each, there's three sequences. So each sequence is going to essentially give you um, the cheat codes to how to show up as your best self in that area so of course you have again that love sequence uh, that is going to be it's all things relationship so you know even though it's called love um, I always tell people don't it's not just necessarily romantic love right the Venus sequence it's not just about romantic love it's about loving yourself it's about loving humanity like just all, all those different things, right. And how you operate from that place, um, within that Venus sequence. And then again, the Pearl sequence being about prosperity. So, and that's not just only financial prosperity, but spiritual prosperity, you know, the, um, operating in this place of joy. So yes, when you really understand and you're able to, um, uh, live out essentially operating within all of the gifts of your jinkies it definitely helps you um have like your highest and brightest future uh because two things happen one now you're more confident because you're you know you really understand exactly how you how you've been designed divinely designed to be and how you're meant to show up in the world uh you have a better understanding of the work that you're providing in the world, regardless of whether you're working in corporate, nine to five, nonprofit for yourself, is that work in alignment with what you're actually here Mm -hmm. to be doing? Um, We get into your purpose, like all these different things that show up um, at a very um, deeper level. So when you understand that, it definitely unlocks all of that. And it also keeps you from being swayed, right? So when things come Mm -hmm. up against you and um, because we know life still be lifing, right? Things (laughs) still happen. Like we are still human beings (laughs) walking this earth. And so things sometimes do not go according to plan or how we wanted them to go. You know, we face challenges, opportunities for growth, all these different things. But when you really understand yourself, the way in which you combat those things and the way in which you uh, face those things are going to be different. There's going to be a different level of confidence, a different level of um, what do I want to say, like uh, a shortness in regards to how you are able to face those things and know, okay, <laughs> that's just sh- you know that's the shadow let me tell you (laughs) I have my I have my tools or okay this is a real life situation like okay how do I need to move through this how can I you know turn this around for that will actually work for me and how I'm designed right and so it definitely makes a difference
0: I'm just gonna put it out there and manifesting it live right now that you are my next coach (laughs) I'm in a commitment right now, but after that, I just have to work with you like in a more intimate way because I swear, even my like clear sentence right now, it's like all buzzing. It's like, it's this, it's
1: this. Like <laughs> you be for <laughs> <one to>
0: her. <laughs> it's coming. But see, you
1: know, that's the whole thing. Like, and you know, for the entrepreneurs that are listening, like understanding these things, this is why for me, it's so important to have the spiritual and the strategic pieces. Mm-hmm. And if you can work with someone that understands both, like myself, (laughs) um, (laughs) you get the two for one, right? Because, you know, a lot of people come into my spaces and they're like, okay, yeah, I need help with my messaging or with my content. And yes, we do that. But do you actually understand yourself enough to actually be creating messaging that not only... Gonna, is going to resonate with who you're trying to attract but that is so in align with who you've been divinely designed to be that it has no other choice but to vibrate and resonate with those of who you've been called to work with right I and love so that. You, you know so a lot of times it's it's not just your messaging that's off it's the energetics behind the messaging mm-hmm. that's off as well right so yeah. Yeah. it was
0: it's so funny you're saying this, I um, kind of at the top of the year, I was like, how can I work a little bit easier? I really wanted to like clear up my week, like my workflow. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the batch content thing. I'm going to sit down on Sundays. I'll batch it for the whole week and it'll be great. And I found like, especially like I hit that second week and I was like, energetically, this sucks. Like, I was like, it's great. Cause like, I don't, every single day, I'm not thinking of like, okay, let me sit down and type. But it was stale because it wasn't what I was vibing with that day. Like it wasn't how I felt and it wasn't the, like my true message. And to say that batch content can't work. But for me, I knew that when I spoke from my own experiences and from my heart, rather than kind of this, like, I almost felt like I was like regurgitating this like copy that felt like I was supposed to show up this way. And like my engagement went down. Like I was just like, this feels so wrong. And so I scrapped it and then I just started going back to like speaking really from like, like my zone of genius and how I felt like were the things that mattered. And with my mm-hmm. energy that day, and again, like my numbers went up again, I was like, I gotta just stop fighting the way that I'm designed to show up in the world. And it can be really difficult when you see so many, I don't even think they're actually successful, but my Facebook ads, they're always full of six figure white coaches mm-hmm. who are doing it all right, picture perfectly. And you're like, well, I guess right. I have to do it that way. But
1: it's nice to be reminded. Yeah. So <laughs> so many conversations around batch content but <laughs> because one because like you said for some people tradition traditional batching works then there's some people who batching doesn't work for at all but then there but But those two things are not the end-all be-all, right? And so a lot of people think, okay, if it's batching, then it means it has to look like this where I put on my calendar Monday at 12 o'clock noon, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna write five video, you know, video scripts, I'm gonna do 10 content. And that's, that's what batching looks like, right? But what if I, you know, just for you and also anyone who may be listening, what if I told you batching could look like when you are inspired and you are having yeah. a moment where it's something that you want to share that you allow your inspiration to carry on beyond just that initial post that you want to put mm-hmm. out, right? Because, you know, inspiration hits usually around a specific thing. So you have inspiration hit and you're like, I want to share this thing. What most of us do wrong, I won't even say wrong, what most of how most of us limit us ourselves is mm-hmm. that once we get that thing out, we stop. Yeah. But I knew that. <laughs> what if while you are still in that vibe, you say, is there anything else I want to say? Mm-hmm. Is there something else I want to share? And you might be surprised that you'll look up and an hour has gone by and you may have created five pieces of thing content mm-hmm. that feel really great because you were in that really great feeling in the first place when you started it, as opposed to trying to schedule it so hard. I was like, this is my batching time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, instead of just cutting it off, like, okay, I got that out. I'm done. Right. Mm -hmm. Just take a second, ask yourself, is there anything else that I want to share? You know, and just asking yourself that question, you'll be surprised you know, sometimes, sometimes the answer may be like, nah, I don't want you to, you know, I don't have anything else <laughs> right. in there. Right. But sometimes you might be like, you know what? And another thing. And that's what you say to put out later. Right. Like, cause you don't need to necessarily I put it out that. right that second. Um, and so doing that while you're in that inspiration zone and mm-hmm. just letting whatever comes up, all of it come up as opposed to limiting yourself. I, Love, I I'm keeping that. <laughs> Yoink, that one's mine
0: now. <laughs> i doing that. Yeah, because I, you know, with my very first coach was a couple of years ago now. I around my cycles, I've noticed my own creative like flow. Mm-hmm. And the week before my cycle, I have a huge bump in masculine energy and my feminine energy drops. So I don't feel creative, but I feel very much like I want to plan and you know, do all the back end mm-hmm. stuff. And realizing that in that week, when my energy isn't there, not to force it, because then I just get into that, like, oh my God, I can't create. Oh my God, I'm just tired and nothing is working. Instead, just going with when it's there has been super helpful to me. Um, and so I'm going to use that and steal it. I'm learning so much. <laughs> yeah. um, next, I'm so excited. So I want to know what can we learn from my gene key? I'm really excited. You don't have to give away. You know, pick out for free, but whatever you got. So my gene key then is is it 48? Is that yes. how it works? So
1: it just one number. So when you're looking at the activation sequence, it's actually four different gene keys. Um, and so your gene key 48 is just one of the gene keys out of that four, right? Okay. Um, and that is your gene key of life's work. So that's your gene key that's tied to your life's work. Um, and what you're here to do essentially right in the world okay. and so um, for you that is known as the want the wonder of uncertainty right mm-hmm. uh is your life's work <laughs> so the gift is resourcefulness uh the shadow is inadequacy and the city or mastery level is wisdom right so uh so what you would find is that you probably have um a lot of uh, wisdom that you don't even really know where it came from, right? Like it's just very innate to you. Um, and that is p- part of this drinking, right? Um, and the resourcefulness piece of it is really looking at the fact of like, everything in your life really revolves around resourcefulness. So when you allow yourself to really tap into that, you have people that, um, You're the type of person that when you think of something you want to do, the resources show up, right? You just Mm -hmm. have to recognize that the resources have shown up, right? And actually uh, partake of those resources and not allow yourself to get into this space of like, I have to do it all myself. You're literally Mm -hmm. not even designed to do that. Um, You're designed to really lean into your intuitive wisdom. Right. And no, okay. I'm trying to do this thing. Now this person has shown up. Is this a resource that I actually need to partake in? Or is this a resource that I need to pass on? Because for you, it's not a question on whether or not the resources is going to show up. It's just mm-hmm. a question on, are these the proper and correct resources that I need for this actual thing that I'm doing? Right. So that's where mm-hmm. your intuition needs to come in come into um and so uh that's how you really begin to um unravel these different things so (laughs) right so um with your particular shadow in this jinky is the shadow of inadequacy right so again when you so essentially for you and anything that has to do with your life's work that you're doing when you begin to have any feelings of inadequacy for you that would now become a warning signal that something else must be out of alignment. And so, because your gift is resourcefulness, you could ask yourself the question, how am I not using my resources to do this thing, right? Whatever whatever it is. Um, is the, or also, is this a good use of my resources uh, you for whatever it is so like for example even when it comes to like you creating a new service or a new program you know if you start having feelings of like inadequacy around it then you can ask yourself okay is this a good use of my resources and mm-hmm. see what kind of response you get uh, you know or are there some resources that I need to seek out for this and see if that makes it feel better Um, within you but the inadequacy normally shows up internalized as being bland right and so and what i mean by bland is that there's just like this blandness to it um you it's almost kind of like you feel like a sheep in the system um you know there's just really uh you kind of fall into these very fixed patterns I, I'm doing it because this is how I've always done it this is what it looks like right and it just becomes very bland head buried in the sand type of energy right mm-hmm. um, if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't address it, then that fear essentially gets coupled with anger and shows up as a reactive nature, which would be being unscrupulous, right? Where it's like now you're enraged and don't want to really actually admit your fears. And so you project your feeling of inadequacy on other people by manipulating their fears, right to your advantage and kind of then you kind of become like the puppet master in the system with being very with <laughs> really unscrupulous actions right and so that is how that would play out for you but if you take a step back and say okay where is this inadequacy actually coming from um and allowing yourself to fall back into the gift of resourcefulness and be elevated into the mastery of wisdom. What wisdom do I need to take from this? Then it sh- cuts that shadow piece off and then you're able to actually move forward in your life's work.
0: I love it. It's it's really funny too, because especially with that resourcefulness bit, it's something that like my husband and I have to like laugh at at times cause it's just crazy. Like, it's just like, I'm like, oh, I really want to do this coaching program but it's expensive. And then it just shows up like the money just shows up and you're just like, okay, I must, I must be mad. Like something must be happening because it does show up. And it's, um, it's even funny when you talk about resources, not being money and being potentially like contacts and people that will come into my life. Mm -hmm. I had, um, one person specifically that it's like presented itself like two or three times. And I keep kind of getting into that, like lack mentality where I'm like, it's just not there right now. It'll be there. It'll, it'll happen when it's time. And then now you're talking and I'm like, oh, that's why this keeps coming up for me (laughs) because I'm supposed to like respond to this resource that's been dropped Uh into my life and to see, um, I know as well for me, like I'm a manifester. And part of that, that frustrates me is because I don't like to rely on other people. Like I like to do it all myself. Mm -hmm. So when I started learning about it and figuring out that I'm meant to work with and kind of allow other people to help me i'm like no screw that like i don't and i kind of fight that because i really don't like to depend on people but i guess it's just probably going to be one of my big journey moments
1: (laughs) now my ear just
0: started ringing
1: that's that's (laughs) the the thing where i said like most people realize that they've been working against themselves Mm -hmm. right so even for you in this moment it's like realizing by not um And it doesn't have to be a dependency thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have to change how you view it. Right. So it's not that you're depending on other people. You're allowing people to support you just as you would support them. Right. Which is very different energy than, oh, I'm depending on you because I just can't do it myself. It's not that you can't. But why should you if you don't have to? Right, like you know, it's like it's like having the pretty pillows on your couch. You don't need them, but (laughs) why not have them if you can have them? Right, like it makes it look better, right? (laughs) So, so um, so just kind of changing your thought process around that because it is literally how you. The resources are not going to stop showing up, right? Like, because it's literally Mm -hmm. part of who you are. So, you know, you just have to make a decision on whether that you're going to give into the inadequacy and Mm -hmm. not, because really that's where that comes from. The fact that you don't want to depend on someone else Mm -hmm. um, is because you have told yourself if I depend on them to support me in this way then I am in some way saying that I am inadequate and I cannot do it myself
0: that's exactly it It like it that's it's and it is a big shadow of mine of like um to myself a lot of times that I can do it and again it feels a lot in many ways it can be energetically like irritating to me because I'm not supposed to do it alone but I'm just like nah. (laughs) I'll just do it. I'll just figure it out somehow. And it it can be very exhausting. Um, Can I ask what your gene key or what your like three are for that?
1: um, Mm -hmm. So so for me, my my gene key is actually um, for life's work is gene key number nine, which is the gift of determination, the shadow being inertia and the city or mastery level being invincibility. And so what that looks like for me is um, I have a very specific task when it comes to my life's work. However, the thing about it is I may not necessarily do it in one specific way always, right? So um, which has played out, even though I didn't know it, even within my own business. I've been in business now for eight years. What you're seeing today is a very different iteration of this work compared to what it was when i first got started right um but one of the big things for me is that i have to have enthusiasm um behind the work that i'm doing in order for me to have the level of determination necessary to carry it forward when I am in that space and I'm really, and I have that enthusiasm and I'm really clear and I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing, the level of determination that I have around it, I always tell people it's like a dog with a bone. Like (laughs) you can't get me to turn it loose, right? Um, Until it is going to be fulfilled, right? Um, And so with this, the um, shadow of inertia shows up for me with the repressive nature or that inward nature of reluctance. So when I have a level of inner reluctance towards something, it's one, it throws off that determination that I have to do it. And it's usually tied to the fact that I don't have that level of enthusiasm behind it. Right. And so for me, it ends up manifesting in this inability for me to really do anything. Right. It's like, I just have this inner reluctance and this, like, I don't really want to do anything. And so, it it will actually, if it's not addressed, cause me to really kind of freeze in place and get frozen in my tracks. And so, I know that if I have any level of reluctance behind anything that I'm doing within my life's work, which for me happens to be my business, then I know, okay, something isn't quite all there. for this new thing that I'm trying to do, um, and this ties into my human design because I'm a generator, but I'm an emotional generator, right? So, and um, I have that sacral as essentially my my particular power um, power placement is the sacral energy. So when that is not buzzing, <laughs> I automatically go into reluctance if I don't address that reluctance and I allow it to manifest outwardly as reactive, it becomes, um, I, I begin to divert, right. And I have divergence where it's like, I become restless fidgety. I may start just randomly doing stuff that (laughs) really aren't helpful. And I, I do, I do those random things as really a way of escapism from not actually figuring out why do I have this actual reluctance to what I'm supposed to be doing, how do I tap in in order to move into that place of determination to get it um, moving forward. And when I operate in that place of full enthusiastic determination, I'm literally invincible. There's nothing that can stop me from reaching that particular goal of what I'm trying to do. And so that's how that plays out for me.
0: earlier on that it can be such a clue for you um so like if you are feeling like kind of blah about one of your offers or if like maybe you know something just isn't exciting or you're not enthusiastic about it that can be something that that helps you realize that maybe there needs to be a change in either the offer or the program or whatever that's really amazing
1: yeah so yeah so definitely so that's why that's why it's so important you know Um, When I when I do work with my clients, one of the first things that we actually look at is this aspect of their gene zone. Again, today we've talked about just one gene key out of that entire gene zone um, piece. But and so but you begin to understand, like how it's so important, because we've talked today about the life's work, which is what you're here to do. There's also your evolution which is, what are you here to learn? There's your radiance, which is what actually keeps you healthy. And that's both physically healthy, spiritual healthy, emotionally healthy, and then your perp- your life's purpose. And that's what fulfills you. And those four gene keys make up your genius zone. Um, and so, especially for those that are, it really doesn't matter if actually, if you are entrepreneur or not, even if you're working a nine to five and you feel like, I don't know if this is really like the field for me, if this is the job for me, understanding your genius zone will give you clues to know if you're really in the right place or not.
0: Um, Like firsthand and like in the lives of your clients been transformational for them to have this information.
1: Yes. Yes. So much so, because again, you know, self-awareness is the biggest flex. So the more you can be aware and knowledgeable about your own uh, divine design, like it's, it's so becomes so transformational because now you're able to stand, you know, tall stand so tall in your own truth of who you are that, you know, the boxes that society and other people try to place you in, they know they never fit, but now you have this awareness of, around why they don't fit, right? And so it's harder for people to try to put you in those pockets, those boxes, um, because you're like, no, um, it makes a difference in how you show up in your life, you know, as well, in your relationships, uh, whether they're, you know, family or friends, because people can can no longer gaslight you into or try to manipulate you into acting how they want you to act when you understand, like, it's not, it's not about, you know, there not being any growth, but it's like, no, you can't, like, for me, for example, people can't um, shame me about the fact that I'm multi-talented and I like to do multiple things and I'm multi-gifted. So they can't shame me into being like, you need to, you need to stay in your lane. You need to just pick one thing and run with it. Because I understand I ain't I'm not even created to just be doing one thing. Some people out there, that's maybe how they're created, but that's not even how I'm designed. So you know with people saying that you, you can't try to trick me <laughs> into being less than because I understand exactly, you know, how I'm designed to show up. So it's things like that. And, you know, and even more so for the clients that I work with, because majority of them are entrepreneurs, you know, when we start getting into that voice and visibility piece of the work, it's easier for you to speak up. It's easier for you to share from your heart. It's easier for you to allow for the vulnerability to come through that is necessary to really have that soul connection with your audience when you understand yourself.
0: But I'm no longer allowed to be put into a box, but I'm inadequate.
1: (laughs) And I get to just
0: say, I'm absolutely not built and designed to be inadequate. So I get to just show up in all of my resourceful and wise ways. Um, Yes. Cause that's my big thing is like, I will definitely like inadequacy even in, in all of it. Um, and that's one of my biggest like shadow triggers as well is um, when people will, it's how I can know that I need to do a little shadow work is when I read posts and I'm like, how are they so confident? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh wait, I think I need, we need to unpack this a little bit. Right, right. <laughs> well, I loved learning about this. This was so insightful and I just devoured all of that information. Can you tell any of my listeners ways that they can work with you right now? Um, any programs that you have going on? Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. So I um so my my signature program or what I like to call my flagship program is um, Express Your Brilliance. It is a not a six month program. Excuse me. It is a six month program where I work with women who. Um, who are ready to essentially do all the things that we talked about today and really fully express themselves in the way in which they show up in the world and, you know, with their brands. I do have a new um, program that will be coming out um, that's essentially a a prequel to Express Your Brilliance. That's called Explore Your Brilliance, where we'll get into some of the more uh, spiritual, more of the shadow work, um, a lot more of you know figuring out what are what are those limiting um, limiting beliefs that are keeping you from being able to even step into the expression piece, right? Um, And so that is going to be starting soon. So depending on when you are listening to this podcast, um, if you're someone who's listening to it after it has been released, um, that may already be out or you may be looking for the next cohort of that. That is a 10-week program. Um, that I'll be working with women to essentially get them ready for Express Your Brilliance. Uh, Because what I noticed is there's a lot of um, work that we have to first do to really be able to step fully into uh, having that space and being energetically aligned in order to actually express. And that's what explore your brilliance is going to be about so I'm excited about that um this is actually the first place that I'm announcing that out loud (laughs) so you got an exclusive (laughs) um right here on your show so I have not um outside of you know my own inner circle no one knows that this program exists until now (laughs) so um that'll be um I'll be sharing with it. It'll be starting in March, so um, people will start begin. We'll start to begin to see uh, content around that, and me sharing that um, here soon. So I'm really excited about it. But all in all, people can always connect with me on social media. I'm at I am Famira, and that's F is a fabulous, A M I R A on all social media. I hang out mostly on Instagram now, so definitely uh, check me out on Instagram. Um, if you want to stay connected, follow me there. Uh, there's always a link in my bio on Instagram that will connect you to um, what's going on you know, right now. Uh, and so I have a masterclass that I'm teaching on uh, February 17th called Examine Your Brand. And so that is going to be about really taking teaching people how to actually take a look at their brands and see where they need to make corrections at and where uh, things may be coming up for them, how they are actually uh, showing up compared to how they think they're showing up (laughs) and uh, and to help with, you know, increasing that visibility. So I do have that as well right now. Um, The, tickets are available for that and those tickets are only 222 dollars uh, for that masterclass. and you can actually get a if you do the vip level you can actually get a strategy session with me 101 as well and you can find all of that on my instagram um with the link in my bio
0: everywhere that you are <laughs> finding this you will find a link to famira and how to find her um like I said I've been to one of her master classes it was incredible um and I'm really looking forward to working and learning more from you because I swear to you Famira <laughs> knows her shit so <laughs> yeah. make sure that you are following her learning from her working with her um she is your voice and visibility coach founder of Roo Brilliance Code and I just want to say a big thank you Famira for being here it was such an honor just to get to talk to you for a little bit and get to pick your brain.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Tony. I'm so glad to everyone that's listening. I hope you continue to listen to this amazing podcast. Tony is awesome. I'm so glad and honored to be here. Thank
0: you guys all for listening and tuning in. This has been Spirituality with Tony Keniston, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.